Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and that's where you can find us. We're also on ESPN. You now, you can download the podcast. You can play us on your smart speakers. And we are presented by Progressive Insurance. You heard Michael Kay's call from the Yes Network of Aaron Judge's 60th home run. Guys, when you take away the scandalized steroid era in which there were hearings in Congress because there were so many cheaters breaking records, when you take that era away, he's only the third man to hit 60. Babe Ruth did it in 1927. Roger Maris did it in 1961. Aaron Judge has now done it in 2022. It is a very rare feat. And, guys, it's not just that he hit 60. And I'd love ESPN. Guys, we got to get on this research. This is what I want to know. Has anyone ever led the league, either American or national, in home runs, RBIs, batting average runs, walks, total bases, on-base percentage slugging, OPS plus, and war? Have they led in all 10 of those categories? Because if not, he'll be the first guy. He, right now, at this moment, he'll be the first guy to do it. I mean, what a season this guy is having, guys. It's unbelievable. You know, yeah, he, he certainly, you know, when you think about betting on yourself, and we, we always joke about the money that's out there and all the different things that was offered to players when they decide, you know what, never mind, I'm going to just do this. You, I, I personally didn't think that he would be hitting 316 and got 60 jacks already. Even now, Not already, the season's almost over, but I didn't think that that would be the case no matter what history has shown, right? No matter how well he's played in the past, it's just a lot of pressure on top of. Now, this is individual pressure, not including the team pressure to get your team to where they need to be. Yeah, it sparked I mean, a rally last night, Key. They were dead in the water late in the game. Sparked a rally. They came back and won. It just makes it makes absolutely no sense, but hats off to him. He certainly deserves it, no question about it. And I hope he gets $800 million, not just four. You see, like, key, like, to me too, Max, it's not just betting on yourself, but it's how you bet on yourself. So Lamar Jackson has bet on himself this year, and he's done it in a very humble Lamar Jackson type of way, right? Like he's that fierce fighting leader for the Baltimore Ravens. Like he epitomizes who the Ravens are. Who epitomizes who the Yankees organization is? No other than Aaron Judge. And over the last several months, the way he's been handling, like the refute of the the contract offer that he got, and you know, not saying anything negative about the organization, always deflecting it back to winning principles, reminds me so much of the way Derek Jeter has handled big moments. Even last night, the way it rallied this team to get a win after John Carlos Stanton, you know, gets that. Knocks that homer, right? Like, answering after the game, he then goes, when the question is asked about, hey, getting 60, he's like, but do you know how good it felt to win that game? How good it felt to watch my teammate, you know, literally get a home run in that moment and what that does for this team? It's about the team more than him. 
and that's why he's going to get paid a major, major see, when, bank load. When you look at the single-season home run, Mark, Barry Bonds, you see very t- clear, very clear in his statistical record. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, best hitter in baseball for a long time, best player in baseball for a long time. Never would have gotten a whiff of that record without help. I mean, you could see at the age of 36, his home run to at-bat ratio doubles. It's not possible, right? Mark McGuire had a great rookie year, but was on the downward slide, like really steeply, when all of a sudden he leads the world and everything again. Sammy Sosa, come on, man, that's a joke. He was a good young player. He was trending down, and then all of a sudden he exploded, right? That's why these guys had to go to Congress and testify. So, But Keith mentioned it earlier. Aaron Judge, when he was a rookie— 2017, so five years ago, he's a rookie. Does he, he has 123 runs right now, right? He led the league back then, 128. He has 60 home runs now, right? Led the league then, 52. He has 93 walks, leading the league now. Had 127, led the league then. He hit 284 that year. It's not like he can't hit for batting average, right? Taking the ball the other way. This is in line with what he has done in the past. It's just an outlier season in a contract year in his physical prime the first time he's been healthy in a while. How right? old is he? It makes sense. How old is he? 30. 30 years dot. old. But he's such a giant, right? He's a giant. I mean, he's 6'8", 300. Like, that don't even, like, he should be playing left tackle for somebody or, or defensive end or something like that. To be able to see his size, baseball players aren't typically this big. I mean, you get no. Dave Winfield. You might. Well, he wasn't like this. this. Dave Winfield was big, though. But, but he, he was 6'6", yeah, 220. Nice, the yeah, judge no, got he 60 pounds on him. But, yeah, he wasn't as big. But you know what I'm saying? He's huge, yeah, he was a big huge guy. body. And, you know, and then you get pitchers every now and then. You get a the big unit. Other than that, guys aren't – he's massive. So, yeah. so okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ask the question. Uh, I'll be Debbie Downer here. Just to ask oh, it. Gosh. Right? Well, no, okay. just to ask it. Because okay. I'm, I'm a fan of Aaron Judge. So, 30 years old, probably having potentially the best season – Ever. Of Might ever. Be ever. If Any he win the World Series, ever. it's the best season ever. Yeah. Like, when does he teeter out? Like, will he remain healthy next year? Will he remain healthy he the year afterwards? A, he does not have a good history of staying healthy. So, so. like, how do, you, how do you go about this negotiation? If you're saying it's in the threes, Here's potentially the, problem, the fours, Jay. right? Here's like, the way that 37, 38 with his Max. history of injury, what do you yeah. – no, go ahead, Jay. Let Jay finish, and I'll yeah. get to you. He's saying, like, what do you do about – well, here's the yeah. problem, Jay. They already agreed to seven years. The whole question with Aaron Judge's history to me says maybe you don't want to go seven years because he's broken down. He's a giant. You don't yep. know how his body's going to respond. He's already 30. But once you agree to go seven years, Pressing now you're trying – so, okay, that's the big thing. Now you're trying to keep the average annual value down? Come on, man. Like, if, to me, I would say – right now I'd say, okay, Aaron Judge, would you take – Five years, $300 million. We'll give you $60 million a year for the next five years, right? Like, let's go crazy on the average annual and keep the length short. They don't want it. They want to stretch it out. Okay, fine. But the average annual is going to be the highest in baseball. They have to get their minds around that right now. Best player in the game right now. Got to pay him the most. Key, what were you going to say? I was going to ask you, what, what's his history of injuries? Because you say he's a lot – he's often injured. And I'm like, he missed some games two years ago. He was injured heavily, but like it hasn't been every single year where he's missed 30 games, 40 games a year. That's injured to me. Right. It was his first. Missing 15 games a year. Okay. So what? No, right. That was last year. He missed 14 games, but but then there was the pandemic year, right? But the two years after his rookie year, 112 games. So he missed 50, 102 games. He missed 60. So that's where it comes mm-hmm. in. And then, and then I guess but that the key, was, you're but right. But that was four years ago. Right. And then the pandemic season also, he only played 28 games. So, so, so there were three yeah. years where he missed big chunks of the season, started getting healthy last year, got into most of the games, 
And that's why this year I thought he could have a big year. He's getting healthy. He's in a contract year. You know, he's getting rolling. By the way, you want to hear what the 60 home runs means to Aaron Judge? Absolutely. Here he is. It's tough to say because you don't, like I said, I don't, I, don't, I don't think about it. I don't think about the numbers. And, you know, when you talk about Ruth and Maris and Mantle and all these, you know, Yankees greats that, you know, did so many great things in this game. You know, you, know, you never imagine as a kid, you know, getting mentioned with them. But, you know, it's, it's, it's an incredible honor, you know, and, um, you know, something I don't take lightly, light, lightly at all. Um, but... You know, we're not done. We still got a couple of games left in this in this season, and you know, hopefully, a couple more wins come with them. I'm telling you guys, that's why he's the heir. To, he's the heir to Derek Jeter. Like that, that answer right there. Like what? Like I'll give you an A Rod. Right. I think the way sometimes A Rod handled person personal success, you felt like it was about A Rod mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Right. Randy Johnson, another one of these guys. Right. Where you felt it was about Randy. Hearing Aaron Judge deal with success, just that pure deflection makes you want him you're willing to do anything to keep that guy on your team because it's about team max not about him when Derek Jeter is toward first of all well Derek Jeter had won four world series and been in like six by the time he was Aaron Judge yeah, but great. but toward the end of his career Derek Jeter was going to break the Yankees hits record now no one has ever thought about the Yankees hits record right key like that's just a made-up thing so that they could Rod sell Carew tickets hit record right yeah, uh, yeah right uh, like you know there's Tony the Gwynn t- there's the all-time hit record there's 3,000 hits but like the the per, the franchise okay but they turned it into a thing to promote the game and everything and the, and the Yankees and Derek Jeter and Jeter didn't want to talk about it he's not going to talk about it. he's not going to talk about it his dad had to pull him aside and say look I know what I know how you are but the fans want to celebrate this with you. You can't just keep acting like it's nothing. It's something. It's an accomplishment. You need to stop and acknowledge this. And I remember Jeter in his next interview told that story. He said, look, my dad pulled me aside. And I know I've been telling you da 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 but he and, said, I need to take a minute right now and acknowledge it. So I'm going to do that, and then I want to move on. I don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it anymore. Right? And, and it's also, as you know, Max, being a, a New York Yankee fan or just a New York Gossip guy and Gossip stir the pot guy, guy and six. all that. Page six. Yeah, you, you know <laughs> oh, yeah. how these things go. If he start talking about chasing the home run and for whatever reason they get bounced and don't make it as far as people think they should, what's the first thing people going to say? They're yep. going to go back to all you care about is your individual money and chasing a record. Where's the success of the team? So the best thing from a safe standpoint, Jay, to answer your question, I answer it for you when you refer to him as the captain is like a Jeter type in New York City, having played there, you want to kind of, you know, just chill. You don't want everybody all up in your mix. Mm-hmm. And you just want to say all the right things because the moment that he steps out of line, you got the Max Kellermans of the world saying the things that they say, they have the pot stirring up. I just looked it up, Key. It's funny you yeah. bring that up. He was in a home run contest in 2017 when he set the rookie home run record hit 52, right? Uh-huh. So, so – he was hitting 329 on base, 448 slugging, 691 in the first half. Yeah. After the home run contest, which he yeah. won, yeah. rest of the season, he hit 228, 390. His on base fell 50 points. His slugging fell 150 points. Yeah, so, like, see, you start thinking about home runs. You start playing into that. Insane, maybe man. it's not always so good. Uh, Keyshawn J. Willemax. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, I'll say this one more time. If he continues to do what he's doing, and leads the league in everything. Not just the triple crown stats, but the seven other stats that matter for a 10 crown. That's the couple crown. 
and he wins World Series MVP. A lot of things have to still happen for that to happen. Sets the home run record, the whole thing. This is the greatest season in the history of baseball, if he can do all that. Still a long way to go. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. A loss for words? Not here. Fill in the blank. And we are joined now by Tim Hasselbeck. There he is. ESPN Um, NFL analyst, of course. Good morning, Tim. Morning, guys. You ready to play fill in the blank? Here we go. The New York Giants are the blank best team in the NFC East, Tim Hasselbeck. Blank best team. They're the fourth best team in the NFC East. Uh, Look, I I just – I think there's some general excitement about – you know, the two wins to start the season. I haven't played very good teams. And, look, I I think they're exciting because they're relying on the running back a little bit more, and he's off to a good season. And the quarterback has been better than he has been in the past. But I still think they're the fourth-best team in the division. Boo! Yeah, I, see, I think, I think yeah. they're the third-best team in the division. You got the Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys with Cooper Rush at the quarterback spot, and then the Giants. I'm not sold on the Washington Commanders right now because I'm waiting for Carson Wentz to eventually be – Carson Wentz. I'm not sold on their defense nearly as I was three years ago when they won the division and snuck into the playoffs. And so I, I got them as a third. They're buying into Brian Dable. I think they'll get better over time. Saquon Barkley will continue to get his touches. I got them as three. Yeah, I, I, I think they're third. I, I, I can, you know, right now with the Cowboys, the way they're trending, getting Dak back, I, I'm third. I'm, I'm just not going to pick them last, Tim. I can't do. I can't give Carson Wentz the benefit of the doubt there. I can't do it. I'll say third, but but let me see. Sorry, what ha- Tim, let's I can't. See what, I can't. I let's, can't. Let's see what happens in this game with the Cowboys. If the Giants win it, I'm going to say second. Like the the only reason I think the Cowboys are going to be live is Parsons. Micah Parsons, I think, is the best player in the NFL right now. So, but but Wait, like take you, but and so I got to give it to the Cowboys. But let me see the Giants and, and the Cowboys so they, line up. If they beat the Cowboys, I'll at say home the Giants without yeah. without Dak Prescott. Yeah. You're making them second. Yeah. I would still say they're third. I'll, I'll put them second if they beat the Cowboys. It'll be 3-0. All right, yeah, hey. I, I'm with you, Max. They'll be two it's a lot of uneasiness the on these yeah. rankings. A lot of uneasiness. <laughs> the AFC, a little uneasy. <laughs> the AFC will have to go through blank, Tim Hasselbeck. It's going through Buffalo. That's the best team probably in football right now, in my estimation. I mean, the, Josh Allen is playing like the best you know player in football, and – Look, they just do so many things well. They, they're, they're good on defense. They're well coached. Uh, and then, you know, Josh Allen, pre and post snap, is playing probably about as well as you can play. And so, uh, to me, I think it's Buffalo pretty easily right now, the way I, the way I see it. Now, listen, it's a long season, but as of right now, that's what it looks like for sure. Mm-hmm. You are totally wrong, Tim Hasselback. It goes through the Miami Dolphins back to the Buffalo Bills. Once they fly down and take care of the Miami Dolphins, Tim, it goes back to Buffalo, but it actually goes to the Buffalo Bills. You're 100% right. They're the best team in football as of right now after week two. Got you there, Jay. You was all hype. You I got hyped for a Miami. second. I, yeah, I'm so I told you, Keith, Tua. Tim, I'm on the Tua train. Nobody else is, but that's fine, damn it. Uh, I, look, I, I agree that Buffalo is the best team in football, but it still goes through Kansas City. It's Arrowhead to me. Uh, until it goes another direction, I'm always going to say it's Arrowhead because it's been that way for the past four years. Yeah, I'm with Jay, actually. I know what you mean, Tim. Eyeball test, the Buffalo Bills are playing like, as I was talking to Key earlier, like 
Greatest show on turf. They lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots, but like some the, the undefeated Patriots, they're playing like one of those kind of teams. But until I see otherwise, Patrick Mahomes stays hosting the AFC Championship game. By the way, he's two and zero with much better wins than Buffalo in terms of the the, the 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 opponents he's played. He's got he's got Kyler Murray's pelt on his wall. He's got Justin Herbert's pelt on his wall. Eight touchdowns, no interceptions. I I cannot say any team other than the Chiefs until proven otherwise. Blank is an early dark horse MVP candidate. Who is it, Tim? Jalen Hurts. And the reason I say that is this. Think about this guy. He's got 28 rush attempts already this season. Just for perspective, that's more than Ezekiel Elliott. That's more than Austin Eckler. (laughs) Like, he's running the football. It's something that he undoubtedly (laughs) does extremely well. And that's a great equalizer for the quarterback position if you can stay healthy and you can kind of remain – Uh, you know, a legitimate passer, you know, not a great passer, but a legitimate passer while continuing to do that. And so uh, with the talent around him, look, I think it's a long shot, but uh, I think there's a chance. I also think this, as you look at other guys, winning winning your own division, I think is a necessary requirement. Um, And while I don't think they're the best team in their division, look, I think that division's open. There's a chance that Philadelphia could win it. I think it's Jalen Hurts because when you look at some of the things that Tim said, I do think he can stay healthy because he's built to run the football. He has a lower – but dude uh, squats over 600 pounds, man. His lower body is insane. So taking the bows, did you see how he backed in to get that touchdown after that long run? It's just – and then in terms of his throwing, this is – you know, it's one of those things that I – and Tim brought it up about the throwing – I don't understand where his throwing issues come from with people because clearly the other night he was about 80-plus percent of completions and he had about another two or three that should have been completed whether the receivers stopped running their route or whatever the case is. He's only showing me continuous progress at the position. I certainly have him as a dark horse as the MVP for sure. Dark horse for the MVP. As of right now, not saying it's going to be this way in three weeks. I'm going with Tua. I mean, 469 yards, six TDs hey. against the Ravens. I, I, I mean, Tim, he only leads the league in passing yards. I mean, yards and scores <laughs> at completion rate 71%. He's a dark I'm horse. not saying he's going to be a guy. He Tim just has laughed. to be in the conversation. Keep you can't there. get Tim to laugh. You got Tim he to laugh. laugh. He gave me a chuckle, damn it. <laughs> To, by the way, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, as I said, seeing the middle of the field too now. He, he missed a wide-open A.J. Brown. Just didn't see him in the middle of the field week one, but wasn't missing. In, he was seeing everything in the middle of the field week two. He's showing progress. The dark horse to me is Micah Parsons. Parsons, who I believe is the best player in the league right now. You know, no one's won the MVP since Lawrence Taylor. Well, Dak Prescott's not playing. If the Cowboys tread water, it's going to be because of Parsons. It was because of Parsons last week, Right. 10 of the 15 pressures, two sacks. And if you say it's over, it's overstating it to say he's the, the best I've seen since Lawrence Taylor or has a chance to be, Ooh. tell me another linebacker who's reminded you more of LT since LT than Micah Parsons. And LT was the last guy to win MVP who was a defensive player. I think Parsons could do it given the circumstances right now. Okay. Tim, did you really poo-poo my Tua pick? Did you, not, did you just don't know? I mean, listen, I, oh, I understand you had a lot oh, of qualifiers in it, though. You're like, it's early. You know, I'm not saying he's going to win it. Yeah, there's a lot of qualifiers. 
The quarterback who right, gives Tim. the Steelers well the best chance to win, Tim Hasselbeck, is blank. Either guy. Either <laughs> guy. I don't think there's much of a difference between either guy right now. That's why I would have started Kenny Pickett to start the year. Look, Kenny Pickett, I've, I've been beating this drum for a while now. He, he was older than every quarterback drafted the year prior to him being drafted nice. that was drafted in the first round. He had nearly 50 starts in college. Like, he was ready to come in and, pl- and play as much as any quarterback is really ever ready to come in and play in the National Football League. Uh, and so, like, to me, the, the lack of explosive plays in Pittsburgh just, you know, I think is kind of an acknowledgement that, that really – Playing Mitch Trubisky right now doesn't make sense. The future is Kenny Pickett. I would have played him to start the year. I think he gives them just as good a chance to win as Mitch Trubisky does right now. I kind of follow up, Tim, with that. Either either one, right? I mean, it, to me, Tim, this is a Mac Jones kind of repeat situation for with these quarterbacks that New England went through for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's like you're not going to push the ball down the field. You're going to dink and dunk. You're going to hope that your defense plays well and run the football. If you want to start it early, start it early. If not, you want to keep playing Trubisky, I'm okay with that too. Yeah, I mean, I echo what both these guys said. I mean, at the end of the day, when I look at the Steelers, I don't go to their quarterback and pick it or Trubisky. I go to Tomlin. Tomlin is the deciding factor on why they win eight to nine games. Therefore, I'm going to say Trubisky because Tomlin is up close and looking at this very closely, and he is the type of coach who's thinking about winning the next game. So if he's thinking about winning the next game, Tim Key, and he's, and he's thinking Trubisky, then I'm going to defer to his judgment because he's so competitive. He, even if it's just marginal, he's not going to give that up if he thinks the other guy gives him a, even a slightly better chance to win. Blank is the best New York Jets receiver of all time, Tim Hasselbeck. <laughs> Mike Greenberg says it's Garrett Wilson, and it's not even close. Well, listen, I did a lot of research on this. I think if you're going to be considered the best Jets receiver of all time, you need to have to have at least 4,200 yards with the, the team. Right. I think you need to have at least caught 32 touchdowns uh, with that team. And I think you've got to be like a big play threat, so at least have like a, a touchdown of at least 70 yards. Mm. So I, you know, on my research there... Uh, you know, the Altoon had, had over 4,200 yards, had 6,600. Uh, Lorenz Coles had 37 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Wayne Krebet, you know, oh, key, former teammate, excellent. you know, like he had a touchdown of 70 yards, wow. key. You know, like, so I, I'm just saying, like, you know, I think of all those things, those benchmarks. Jay, well, I hope you're, you're picking up where I'm going with this. And, and so, listen, like, guys that have all those benchmarks – like Don Maynard, Wesley Walker. You know, there was a guy that played there that was really close to those benchmarks that I'm not going with. Mm, um, just you know, he had zero him. fumbles in his career, so I almost went with him. Uh, but, it's, I mean, I got to go Wesley Walker now. You know? oh, Wesley yeah, Walker. That's, that's probably about right. That's a really good pick. I'm going to go with Keyshawn Johnson, who played there four <laughs> years, two-time pro bowler <laughs> under Bill Parcells. He lit it up. Helped take the team to the AFC Championship game. Brash young man out of Southern California. Extremely talented. They used him in many great ways to help that team get to the next level. Eventually, they traded him for two number one overall picks. He leaves the New York Jets, goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He becomes one of the catalysts to help them on the offensive side win a Super Bowl. I think for the short period of time that he was with the New York Jets, 
best receiver in a four-year stretch in the history of that football franchise. <laughs> I like that kid. You know, wait you wait know, a second. I'm, that Wayne Crebet was a nice little player. I messed though. up on my research. You know what I mean? Like, I was so close. When I saw zero career fumbles, I was like, I think I'm going to go with Key. Like, I think I'm going with Key. And then I saw the one rushing touchdown there. I missed that. I missed the one <laughs> rushing touchdown. I'm changing my mind. Well, that was, that was one, that like was one key, rushing that touchdown. That one rushing touchdown. I'm in now. That yeah. was the one rushing touchdown, I believe, for that kid in the regular season. This, his playoff numbers aren't up there. He had rushing touchdowns in the playoffs as well. If, I, if my mind serves me right in a playoff victory against the Jacksonville Jaguars, where not only get this, Tim, I was at the game, right? The guy catches a touchdown. He runs a reverse. He gets an interception, causes a fumble, and recovers it all in one game. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wayne Krebet, Garrett Wilson, I, lots of good I'm choices. I was trying to figure out how, how Krebet had a 70 yard play and you only had a 65 yard play. Damn, like, Key. I, I, get your game what up. happened there? <laughs> get my game up. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. I mean, Garrett Wilson has played two games. The human suplex machine, Taz, joins us to talk the Mets and Josh Allen. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Because I'm Taz, the human suplex machine, brother. Beat me if you can. Survive if I let you. Send Hawk! Send Hawk! Send Hawk! I love his look. I love his Edward Scissorhands haircut. I love everything about this guy. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. You download the app. If it's not already on your phone, click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. You can find us there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And there he is, Taz. Taz, you and I, they put us together on the radio once years ago. And I had a good time, man, but it's been years since I've seen you. Yeah, Max, great to see you again, man. Great to see all your success. It's been a long time, for sure. We, we had a lot of fun, and... uh 
Yeah, I remember those days, man, and uh, and you definitely have flourished in your Likewise. So Look at you. To you. AEW yeah. color Thank analyst, you, American radio it. personality, suplex uh, king. Yeah, go ahead, Dad. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's been wild, and, and it's cool that you guys played uh, Action Bronson right there, and that's um, my son is wrestling, I'm sure you guys know, for AEW now, So, which is wild as a parent, you know. My 23-year-old is is taking off, and I'm blessed. I'm obviously a proud dad, and uh, he'll be uh, he'll be competing tonight uh, at Grand Slam. You know, Judge hit a Grand Slam last night for the Yankees. I'm a huge Met fan, so Lindor hits a Granny Grand Salami for the Mets, and we got Grand Slam tonight at Arthur Ashe in Queens. This- Massive show for AEW. I'm, I'm doing my radio plug guy thing. You know yeah. By I mean? the way, I that's like three. It. If there was one more, it'd be a Grand Slam of Grand Slams. <laughs> All right. When oh damn, you see what I mean? See, when, Max, you just got me. Good job. When, yeah, you got me. <laughs> when when our producers saw this tackle, Taz, on Travis Kelsey by Derwin James in last Thursday's Chiefs Chargers game, they immediately told us to ask you about it. What would you call this? What's this move right, right here? Yeah, it's a it's. <laughs> well, I'm sure Keyshawn's had that happen to him, uh, but he's he's tough, so he got up and shook it off. I'm sure, but. That's a double leg takedown. Like in our world, that's a double leg right there. You know, that's that's a straight double leg takedown. It's, I hate to minimize it. It's a, it's a high school takedown, collegiate takedown, or in Greco or freestyle wrestling, in pro wrestling. That is a double leg takedown, which is a basic, simplistic takedown, but well done. And great job there by that D-back to take down big uh, Kelsey like that. All right, Taz, I know you're talking before about Francisco Lindor. Let's talk about the Mets, man. How confident are you heading into the postseason? Let's let's go there. How confident are you? Listen, as a lifelong Met fan, you're never confident. (laughs) 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 We don't use that word, bro. Yeah, so we just keep our fingers crossed, say a prayer or whatever you believe in religiously, and just pray to the heavens that we keep rolling. So uh, I'm semi-quasi-confident. Um, our pitching's back strong. We're hitting the ball. I mean, defensively, the, the squad looks great. And, and Showalter, the Buck has just done a great job keeping these guys in a hustle. Man, they just hustle. They grind. They're scrappers. Um, they battle back. I, I can't give you the stats how many games they battle back from losing from behind early in the game, and then later in the innings uh, as the game evolves, they 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 surpass their opponents. So. The Braves are nasty, though, you know, and we're going to battle the Braves here again soon before the regular season wraps up, and and they've been on our tail the whole year, as you guys know, and I work with, at AEW, a lot of Braves fans, and I and Yankee fans, so I get tortured regularly. <laughs> Taz, I, I know you are a Mets fan, right? You love the Mets and whatnot. That's the city. But then all of a sudden, rather than the Jets or the Giants – you went all the way to Buffalo to fall in love with the Buffalo Canada. Bills. All the way to Canada. Yeah, I went to Canada. <laughs> oh, when they go over to Canada, yeah, to play. And now you find yourself with a quarterback in Josh Allen doing some of the things that he's been able to do. Is he the best player in the National Football League right now? I, I think he is. I think it would be a toss-up between him and Mahomes. I mean, there's similarities between the two. but And, and not, Allen's an amazing athlete. I think Mahomes might be a little bit of a better athlete. His dad, as you know, his dad, former Met. But, Key, just so you know, years ago, like, I didn't grow up a Bills fan. Because growing up in the city, I grew up a Met. I'm, I'm sorry, I grew up a Jet fan. 
Um, and when you were playing for the Jets, I was a Jet fan. Well, Max, when Max, Max and I were doing some radio uh, back in the day-day, I, I was a Jet fan then, as Max remembers. I transitioned not when the Bills started winning. I transitioned to the Bills, just not to bore you with this part here, but like maybe, let's say, seven years ago, something like that, when the Jets left Hofstra. You know, when you guys used to train at Hofstra, right? I, I, lived, I, I grew up in Brooklyn, lived in Queens, and now once I got married years ago, live on Long Island here. So I would take my son when he was little to Hofstra to watch you guys train. Yeah, and and once, yeah. you know, that's, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And once, the, once the, 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 the Jets left completely and went everything to Jersey, I was done. And then I just said, you know what, I'm going to go with the only real New York team, and I went with the Bills. But in long form, I think it's a toss-up between Mahomes and Allen, to answer your question, Key, who the best player in the NFL is. But as you know, it's so hard to even say that it's because it, there's so many amazing athletes in the NFL. That's wild. You're like a real New Yorker, though. The, the team leaves and goes to New Jersey training camp, and the Giants are already over. He's like, yeah, forget it. They're in New York. I'm going to them in New York. <laughs> That's it, bro. <laughs> so you guys are at Arthur Ashe Stadium tonight for the second time, Taz. What's it like having an event at that venue? It's massive. It's a stadium, as you guys know. Uh, it's a massive event. For us and for our fan base and for wrestling wrestling fans worldwide, for combat sport fans, you know, we pull in a lot of different uh, fans, not just hardcore wrestling fans, casual fans, and like I said, MMA fans, you know, combat sports fans, because we're more of an athletic-based pro wrestling, you know, so our guys really go out there and, and go hard and, and exemplify a lot of athleticism. But to go to Arthur Ashe tonight live, you can watch it on TBS, Dynamite, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, and then we were shooting a show called Rampage, which is our Friday broadcast that airs on TNT with a two-hour special, all from Arthur Ashe Stadium. So it's a massive event for us. It was a huge success last year, and uh, we're, 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 there's still some tickets available for Arthur Ashe tonight, such a big venue, big stadium, but we're, we're close to sold out. So um, we are all internally in the company uh, really fired up about tonight's massive show in Queens. Taz, if that's the case, if you guys are almost sold out, well, our two producers are coming to the show tonight. I mean, James and Pat, they're, they're coming to the show tonight. You know, what do they have to do to get some backstage passes? I'm just, I'm just asking for a friend. Any chance? No? Well, Anything? it's, uh, it's, it's going to be rough, bro. Uh, the short answer is it's not happening. I'm at- it's not I'm you sorry, are guys. a true New Yorker, Taz. You, shut, short you shut it down oh. real quick. Short answer is it's not it's happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Sorry. James, Pat, I tried. I tried. Taz, a good time on the radio. Thanks for trying to tell you. Taz, oh, congratulations yeah. on your success. Good luck. AEW Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium is tonight's hot ticket. Good luck tonight, Taz. Hot ticket is brought to you by Vivid Oh, Six. I appreciate it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about how much you appreciate, appreciate it. You having me on. Yes. Appreciate it. How great we are and all that stuff, right? <laughs> right? We say how great you are. You say how great we are. We they know how to do this. Look, you earn rewards with every purchase with Vivid Seats. Vivid Seat Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. He's good on the radio, that Taz, isn't he? I had a good time doing radio with him. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So we just had Taz on the show, and they're having a big event tonight over at Arthur Ashe Stadium. And, and Pat and, and James, our two producers, are, are big wrestling fans. And, and we're trying to see if we can, he, we can get him to give us backstage passes for them. He shut that down. So kind of let me think, Max Key, have you guys Winkley. ever tried to sneak into an event before? Mm, sneak into a No. Or show up, how about this, show up to an event. That you don't have tickets for. Oh, well, this is a little to, trick. Little hey, trick look, my look dad. Me, look at my of, face, hey, Key. Look yeah, at my all, face. No. All of the above. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I used to, I'll tell you this. A little trick my dad taught me. I forgot. It's like Empire Strikes Back. One of those block, back in the day, they literally would have a line around the block, a blockbuster. And as, and there are no tickets, right? So as everyone's walking out, you walk backward with the crowd in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All that, movies, yeah. concerts. Man, we used to. We used to sneak in all sorts of stuff. I done snuck in the, the wrestling events in L.A. I done snuck in all that stuff. I, I might have. Uh, WrestleMania, I'm, I'm sure I snuck into WrestleMania. I don't think we had tickets. I'm almost certain we snuck in. I used to sneak into stuff. How the hell you think I grew up around USC in South Central L.A.? Man, we used to sneak into the Coliseum. Back you know, in I the, snuck, in, snuck into my first Prince concert. Back as in a the day, not just, not, <laughs> just, not just in terms of, well, inflation and da-da-da. Back in the day, it was relatively cheaper, even in those days, by that even money, if, even, to, but, to get but, tickets. It was cheaper. Max, that $5 that I yeah, might yeah, have yeah. had, I hear you. That, I was, that, was my, yeah. that was my happy meal money for I got dinner. you. I, I don't have you. time, right, Max? I don't have time to give you that money to go watch no damn run DMC and no concert. Gotta I'm going to sneak guys, in. Man. I'm going to sneak in. You ever sneak oh, in, Oh, you're sneaking in all of the above, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You name it, I snuck in. then... Key, talk wait, about, I'm talking about as, as, as an adult, though. You ever go up and just show the face? Oh, that's, oh yeah. come on, man. <laughs> that's, that's, I know, Key. He's smiling. He's waiting for somebody. Like, my hey, face is like my passport. My life's my proof, yeah. <laughs> face passport, one man. Time, one time they was trying to usher everybody off the sidelines at, at a uh, USC game at the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. And the dude was like, Where, you, know, or, you know how they want to flex their muscles. Your credentials, your credentials. I pointed to my face and said, this is my credential. Leave me alone. Let me in. I'm no, famous, sneaking damn in, it. <clears throat> sneaking in to backstage and stuff like that, all you got to do is act like you've been there. Pat and Pat and, and, and James, they got to act. First of all, if they dress a certain way, they're going to let them in. First of all, if they, they went in like they were like roadies, they, they would, come on, man, they let them right in. 
Yeah, they look like the they James part of the James Gannon is a roadie in five seconds. Yeah, I, I, I put the stage together. Watch James out. I got this handled. James, say you just something. Stand, you just stand over there, lean I mean, on the side. They're not lying. Separate each other. It's Don't just... stand together. Separate. Don't stand together. One guy goes, the next guy goes. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah act, act like you've been there. Acting act like, like you've, you've been, been there, there works, whether you're famous or not. It's true. And when you see the We're police officer, go up to him and talk to him. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. As you can see on TV, you can hear more from Keyshawn Johnson Today on NFL Live, 4 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Key. Yo, wait, Key, Key, you were on on first take two yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing at you because uh, you came up with your list yesterday and you didn't have the Chargers in your top seven. And we battled Mike Tannenbaum for that. And then I turned on first take on the ride back home. And I see you arguing with Stephen A., how the Chargers should be in his top five list. Yeah, how'd that happen, like, Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and you were, you were selling it. I was like, hold on a second. I just I, We just talked about this. How does that happen? You know why it happened that way? Hmm. Because Stephen A. was all over me about the Raiders. Ooh. And he was also all over me about the Minnesota Vikings a week ago. On his top five list, he had Minnesota, and they That's were. Right. Yeah, and we yeah. kept telling him, "No, Minnesota didn't belong." And he's always needling me about the Raiders and Derek Carr, and so I had to let him know how to put them in. And also Baltimore, when they are a better football team than I don't know who he had. He had like the Dolphins at yeah, five. Yeah, the Dolphins at and five. And Mina yeah. and myself was saying that the Chargers in Baltimore, if anything, should be at five. Because you got Tua and company because they're undefeated. And much like Jason Williams, the basketball, ex-basketball player from Which one? Chicago oh, Bulls, okay. make sure is, has the the, um, so annoying. the Miami Dolphins all over the place. 
based on a quarter of football against the Baltimore Ravens that blew the coverage. So that's kind of how we navigated and weaved it into that conversation. Yeah. Listen, I want to talk about something else right now, Key. You know, Me too. The Jets, <laughs> the Jets have apparently the best receiver in their history right now on the team. Really good. Garrett Wilson. Yeah. And there's a dude on TV, one dude, one of these crazy guys on ESPN said that's by far, without a doubt, already the greatest receiver in Jets history. And another crazy guy on ESPN said they just need to throw him the damn ball. Well, he said that, but there was a couple other words in there, too. You should use those. You can get away with it. <laughs> Keyshawn Johnson said on ESPN the Jets need to throw Garrett Wilson the damn ball. What are you talking about, Key? Well, you just, you know, I was, I was talking to a reporter, um, and, you know, they, every now and then they call me about the Jets or teams and players and stuff, and he wanted to do a little interview, and he talked about Garrett Wilson because they covered the Jets. And just talked about his ability, who he is, what can the Jets do to not waste his talent. And my whole thing is throwing the damn ball. Like, you drafted him so that he could help you succeed and win. You can't have guys that you drafted high positions that have the ability to help you win stand around like cardboard cutouts. You know what a cardboard cutout is, Max? Mm -hmm. You know, the guy that's just standing there in the middle of the lobby, he can't move just a little. <laughs> you, you, that's, not, you know, that's not the game. You got to get him the football. Don't misuse him. Utilize him the right way. Because if you don't, you're going you're gonna to ruin his career and you're going to get fired. Because he's a person and type of talent that's going to help you get an extension and keep your job, and you're going to win a lot of games. And so that was my whole thing is don't allow, don't misuse him and allow him to disappear outside of what you do. Devontae Adams gets the football. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas gets the they football. They sure throw Tyreek Hill the football. Yeah. Tyreek Hill gets the football. Uh, Stephon Diggs gets the football. I can go on and on and on about guys that get the football. And that's what I was speaking to. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's hard to I mean, argue. That happens I mean, every well, now and then. Yeah. I drop the mic. <laughs> it happens. I mean, he's tied for seventh right now in targets in the entire league. So, I mean, it's about maintaining that kind of aggressiveness towards his direction. Yeah, you got to get right? him to rock, man. Yeah. Guys Let that you draft. There's a reason you draft a guy high. You don't draft him high because he looks good. You know, when you draft a guy because he looks good, that's when you get fired because he can't play. Mm -hmm. You're drafting a guy high because he can play. You know, and that, and that's what I was speaking to. Yeah, if you draft the guy because he looks good, I'd be the number one overall pick. I could barely get it out. You said what? Number one overall pick is what number I said. Number one overall pick. I stepped on my own mind. What position uh, would you play, Max? Kicker. <laughs> I don't know, the good-looking guy. They don't kicker. take kickers first overall. Damn! <laughs> no, I'd be the cardboard cutout. What are you talking about? I'm built for it. Garrett Wilson has 22 targets this season. That's tied for ninth in the NFL. Uh, is Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, is that the best quarterback pass catcher duo in the NFL? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2.